0: Welcome, 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 welcome. This is episode number two, three, five, not one, two, three, four, like I said last week. Oh, like a nubber. Uh, two, three, five is Fret Talk Podcast. You are getting what you are getting this week. <laughs> this is this is how it's gonna. This is how it's gonna go. Uh, you're joined by your host, Mr. Budget Pedal Chop. That's me. You're joined by Lee. No, you're not joined by Lee. You're joined by Mr. Macquar. Say hi, Matt.
1: Hi, Matt.
0: Woo. And you're joined by... Oh my gosh, it's Josh! Dabba da dabba da dabba da doom, indeed. Yabba Dabba Doom. It's gonna happen. <laughs> Whether he likes it or not, it's gonna be his catchphrase.
2: <laughs> he has no say in the matter.
0: I don't think he does. I don't think he does. Uh,
2: Especially after the title for last week, Only Fans. <laughs> that
0: was. I mean, that's
2: that's possibly
0: like top ten <laughs> titles ever. That is Only Fans is just mwah, it's fantastic gentlemen. How are we? How are we? It's,
2: uh... I'll let Matt go first.
0: Yeah, not too bad.
1: Fairly chill, fairly relaxed. Um Yeah. Really not done much apart from throwing me back out over the weekend.
0: I mean, that's uh, welcome to 30.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I managed to get a uh, band practice in last week before I threw her back out. So I was able to stand up for that at least, but um nice. yeah, I've pra- Practically barely moved for the last 36, 48 hours, something like that. It went wrong on Saturday night and I've just kind of barely, like I had to drive to work today. That was fun. Ooh. By which I mean, that was awful.
0: <laughs> excruciating, excruciating <laughs> fun.
1: Yeah. And it's really embarrassing getting a lift up two flights of stairs, but also I couldn't walk up the two flights of stairs.
0: <laughs> hey, it's what needs to happen. It's what needs to happen, isn't it?
1: yeah but i guess if we're talking about like guitar stuff obviously i just mentioned i had a band practice i finally got the cabernita back and i used that for the band practice and yeah it i remembered when i started playing it that i'd had a fret dress about two months before um i then changed all the electronics because the the jack socket was rattling um and god it plays so much better than i remember and it's it like because it's you know it was my main guitar for eight years or so, so it's already something that you 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 long for playing and then yeah to like play it and it just plays so smooth 'cause it's it's been fret dressed and just yeah treated right um yeah, just had so much fun um forgotten pre band practice that I was supposed to learn a pink Floyd track, so that went really well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which one
1: was uh, it? In the flesh, the, the 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 intro to the wall, basically the intro, and then the first song to the wall, um, and it's it's not too difficult. Apart from there's a couple of like blues licks that are thrown in, and I was like, okay, I'll just play in E because I know it's in E, <laughs> just kind of throw something in there. But uh, it went not too bad. But then the guys were like, oh well, um, such and such, the guy that owns the pub that we're next gigging in really likes comfortably numb do you know the solos for that man no i don't ah you
2: just
0: do it anyway you'll figure it out (laughs) i can guarantee you there's
2: been 16 other bands that have tried to do it and probably done it worse
1: (laughs) i mean like this was just a band practice anyway so like i've got another two practices before we actually do the gig um so that's that was my homework was basically all i did was i know one bit is in B minor and the other I think the first solo is not I think that's over the chorus which I think is A and then yeah
0: it's definitely like major
2: feeling isn't it the first
1: I think the first solo is A major and I think then the second one is B minor
2: okay. the Main think you just got to get right is that pinch harmonic that he does at the start of the second solo because yeah. if you mess that up that's it then you've lost the crowd
1: <laughs> well that's it you basically as long as you get the first about three seconds of both solos you're absolutely fine but yeah it's 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 all about that but yeah um, we ran through that a couple of times and then the the keyboard player's daughter um has been training to sing so she came to sing with us for a little bit so um it was a bit different she's classically trained and she's trying to get herself used to not singing like a classical singer yeah um so she came and did a few numbers um did a, a like an oasis song um she did our rocked up version of "I Will Survive" um, and a couple of other songs, and um, was just trying to get out of the habit of trying to make everything really clean and really clear. And yeah. um, we were trying to give her like a couple of tips, so that was that was interesting. Like um, I've not had to try and explain to
0: eighteen <laughs> year yeah, how yeah. a,
1: a, a, a trained eighteen year old classical singers how to like give a bit of gravel behind your voice and stuff, and just let things not quite be perfect.
0: Oh yeah. Um Oasis oh, oh, yeah, like, were were absolute kings of not being perfect, <laughs> weren't they?
1: Yeah, um so that like it but it was actually really good fun like trying like hearing stuff with a different singer because our our singer was actually on holiday skiing, so we were just getting together cuz oh, played dog. for a while and um obviously, you know, when you haven't played for a while and you've got a gig coming up and you're going, well, uh, last played these songs in October. <laughs> so we need to play them again before before gigging so um but yeah no it was all good it was good fun and yeah i love my cabernet and i'm so glad i've got it back
2: i mean now with the cabernet is it kind of like was the hype of finally getting back getting it back worth it
1: absolutely like because i'd forgotten it had a fret dress um and i i remember now why because the e and sorry the G and B strings, like all the way across the first 12 frets, were so worn down because it basically, I reckon it's probably had about 10,000 hours worth of use. Um, and I'd never had it treated. And then I, like I say, I got it treated, had it for a couple of months, and then the jack soccer became rattly. So I replaced the whole wiring harness. And then what had happened was I bought a wiring harness with the, you know, the outside of it is the, the ground. Yeah. And then I'd not positioned it well enough when i put it back in so the jacks the tip of the jack was touching one of the the coated wires so it was just Uh... muting itself so um the 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 luthier has just covered it in um heat wrap yeah but um yeah but because i had forgotten that it had been um it had been fret dressed it was so much better than i remember it because i like I i remember it getting worse and worse and being a bit of a pig to play by the end but just because it it was my main guitar. Like I dealt with it. Yeah. And now it doesn't play like that. It just plays like butter again. It just plays like, you know, when, when you not, not quite when you first get it, but once it's, once it's worn in a little bit, yeah. it plays like that again.
0: And yeah, it's just the yeah. sweet spot, that not it? Once you've like, just got accustomed to the guitar and it's, you've, you've worn out all of the kind of rough edges of the factory and it just, it's the yeah. sweet spot there. And that's, yeah. that's the perfect way to come back to it as well. Isn't it? Like, Having just had like a, a full, full service almost.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it, it is. It, it'll it'll be back in the rotation now. Like, I went for a while of like it'll be just Strat and Les Paul, and absolutely won't. The the Cabernet will be out as often as either of them. I don't care if it's not the right guitar for the job.
2: <laughs> yeah. A good worksman never blames his tools.
1: Yeah, I would, like. There's there's so much in the set that literally needs a Telecaster, and I've got one, and I tuned it deliberately tuned it to open G, so I would only use it for two songs.
0: <laughs> absolutely. Weird. I mean, I, I, for for all my gigs, I I make sure I, I um I charge the battery on the Variax and I only ever use it for two songs where I <laughs> absolutely have to have a humbucker sound. All the yeah. rest, I'm like, nah, fuck it. Magnetic strap pickups are fine.
2: <laughs> yeah. To be I fair, I had to charge the uh, Variax. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, well, so if you've got the 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 big beefy boy Helix, you couldn't have it um, powered through the Helix oh, okay. through the L6 link. Um, but like any anything else, then you've got a you've got like a little lithium ion battery in the back. And to be fair, they uh, last quite okay. well. Unless yeah, they do. you uh, you do a no-talk-all-tone demo and leave your fucking cable in. And then they don't last <laughs> laugh very long at all.
1: Yeah, that's that's the only problem. is Like anything, if you leave the, ja- the jack in the socket, they, they're constantly on. Even when they're off, they're still draining. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I used to charge it once every three gigs. Yes. Which is, what, perfect. six hours usually? About six hours playtime. Um, yeah. But yeah, like... I've got the Variax, I've played it at a lot of gigs recently and I don't think I've switched it on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, yours is I've the just HSS, had, HSS model, though, though, isn't it? Like, yeah,
1: it's the HSS Strat, which, yeah, just, it's, that's it's what versatile own, enough yeah.
0: as it is. That's, yeah. <laughs> if you can't get what you need out of an HSS setup, then you're probably <laughs> searching for a very specific tone.
1: Yeah.
0: But, yeah, yeah, I mean, for me, like the majority of the night is on the neck pickup of the Strat. I can get away yeah. with the, the most most of it. <laughs> and then like I say, I've got two songs. We've got Hold the Line by Toto and Um There's a White Snake one as well. Uh Fool for Your Loving, which I've tried on the bridge pickup of the strat. That's too thin. But it's just yeah, there's not enough there. <laughs> it's mainly for the gain because I'm I'm running two kind of light, light overdrives overdrive stacked. And yeah. that they're okay, but they need that little bit of a push. And the Les Paul, tiny bit of grit and output. It's it's that, yeah. Yeah. And you get the sustain and the real warmth. But what I find is that I end up forgetting to turn the Les Paul mode off for the next couple of songs. (laughs) So I end up with like really big fat funk sounds, and I'm like, this is something's not quite right here (laughs) on the neck pickup of a Les Paul. uh, That'll be right. But. Hi So that's, that's
1: the traditional funk funk position, isn't it? Neck pickup of a Les Paul.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's not like Gary Moore at all. It's... But yeah.
1: Yeah, Gary Moore, the famous funk
0: player. <laughs> oh dear. I mean, we have got a famous funk adjacent bit of gear that we're going to be talking about a little bit later on. Um,
1: I mean, famous famous adjacent.
0: <laughs> that's it, yeah. Uh, to be fair, it is... It is one dapper one dapper uh war pedal. But we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Um what am I saying? Oh, I released the uh, the Rottweiler distortion, didn't I? The uh, I did. no talk or time for that. Uh <laughs> I added a cheeky little um German sausage pun <laughs> in the title. <laughs> um It wasn't the first pun I've ever seen. <laughs> Way oh. Uh, but I did, oh it was it was literally <laughs> on the worst drive, uh, but spelt like sausage worst. And there were so many people who didn't get that they were they they were ready to like lynch me. They were saying, "Oh, how can you say this is the worst drive ever?" And I'm like, <laughs> I am like, not yeah, I didn't it's not, not what I said. Yeah, like even in the description, it's, it's it's saying like the worst one from these like this series of three pedals, which I still stand by the dark. Uh, Dark matter is in, like incredibly versatile. The the Mojo Mojo is my go to. So out of those three, the Rottweiler doesn't doesn't quite hit the mark for me. Um, but it's a it's a really strong lineup of pedals, and I'd I'd qualified this within like the first sentence of the description, but I still got people absolutely gunning for me <laughs> for that <laughs> the the German sausage pun. Uh,
2: but I you remember I bought the Rottweiler years ago purely because it said Richard from Ramstein used it. And I was like, oh, okay, this must be like a key to his sound. And I got it and I was like, this is shite.
0: Yeah. If this is the key to his sound, lock it back up and throw it away.
2: <laughs> yeah. I think I sold it the same week.
0: Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I've played worse pedals and once I got into it, it's it's really quite a fun pedal. It has way more game than I ever need, and it's just it's it's very very fun um and the, there's some quite usable it's like it's really reminiscent of like new wave of British heavy metal tones, which like harkens back to when I was younger and wanted to play like iron maiden <laughs> riffs um but no like, it's not the most refined it's really it's quite noisy for what you get as well. Like the the noise floor on it is quite extreme, but it is quite fun. I I thought it was really really interesting pedal, and I'm I'm happy to have it in my collection. If like for nothing more than just to complete that that series of um, the drive section of the the, the tone print series. Um, if you don't include the spark,
1: <laughs> that's not a drive pedal. That's a boost pedal.
0: Well, it has it's got gain on it. <laughs> So I mean, it's kind of it's somewhere there, but
2: go the on, biggest Jay. pedal I regret selling was my spark. <laughs> that spark when I had it in the loop of my amplifier at the time was the best sounding lead tone I've had ever. Yeah, and yeah. I really regret selling it because it was so good. it was so so good.
0: They are really versatile because you can get the the kind of the tube Screamer and mid hump from it. You can dial in the EQ as well because you've got like the two band EQ like you do with all the all the rest of them. You can get like a flatter response. You can get like a gritty boost. You can get a really clean boost. It's it's so much like if if you do want a boost, the full size Spark is so good for it. Yeah, Uh, like I borrowed one uh off uh, off like one of my mates, and it was just I was so impressed with it
2: the mini one's still decent but i think for the extra little bit that it costs for the for the full one just get the full one and you'll never need anything else
0: yeah yeah like the the mini one is is great for just a stand alone make louder button cuz it's got yeah. it's got like the the momentary and the latching as well so you've got it's really good for that that make loud um but the the spark boost full full fat version is like it's the king of the transparent boosts in fact actually like king of the, the king All of the boost yeah king of the, the versatile
1: boost. The yeah. versatile boost that could do the transparent and everything else yeah as long
0: the... as long as you're not after like treble boosty kind of tones which i think you could probably still do at a push like it, it does yeah. it all the rest of the kind of boost tones. Like yeah, it will do a, a decent kind of clonny style one. It'll do a, a decent tube screaming one. It'll do a decent, like super, super clean boost. So it it's just, yeah.
1: Yeah. The Like you're saying about the, the mini as well, it- you need to watch out for it having both latching and the momentary because the, the other guitarist in one of the bands that I'm using uses it for a lead boost a lot of the time. Okay. And the amount of time he stands on it for about two seconds and then steps off and his solo goes really quiet again because <laughs> he's forgotten that it's got that mode in it because he's one of these people that, like, He'll hit it as he starts the solo, yeah. But and then, then has let to go. think about the first three, three or four notes. Then when he gets into a bit where he's in a rhythm, he takes his foot off and the yeah. volume drops.
0: <laughs> I mean, at that point, you just stay where you are, don't you? You, you stand yeah, still. I
1: mean, most of the time these days, he just stands on it and then takes his foot off after the solo. But yeah, at the, the odd time he forgets still, and it still makes me crack. I'm just like, he's done again.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really shit at um the switching the pedal on for the solo. I always find that my precision with my feet goes to absolute shit the moment that I need to do that. Or when I need to like <laughs> disengage from the solo. Like, uh,
2: yeah, you have that moment where you go slightly off balance. Yeah I'm trying like <laughs> trying to wedge my foot
0: because my my boost's at the back so I'm like trying to wedge my foot between. that's your own feet. fault then.
1: I mean, I mean, I I yeah. can't really talk because I stupidly placed my boost between the high gain side of the <laughs> the um, uh, Messiah and an octave pedal. So if I go slightly right, <laughs> it's octave. You get you get octave, and if I go slightly left, you either lose a load of drive or gain a load of drive.
2: <laughs> the last time I played was it the last yeah. Last time I played a gig was before COVID, and I, and I had my full pedal board out. And like when you're in like my stage shoes and my docks for, for the outfit and this like the tiniest part was where i needed to engage the boost on the <laughs> pedal board and you've literally just got to get the tip of your toe just to go yeah on the on, <laughs> otherwise that was it
1: <laughs> i've literally stopped wearing docks for gigs because of that because <laughs> i used to wear docks for gigs and now i'm wearing converse or vans because they're, they're a little bit narrower and i've got the more chance of just hitting the button that
2: i need to
0: <laughs> see I'm, I'm considering stilettos <laughs> just for the precision alone.
2: Yeah, round them the other way round.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some odd look forward facing stilettos. Oh, just you can imagine, like your, your Achilles tendon after the <laughs> oh, what know, a song. You'd be, yeah, like, you'd be absolutely caving, wouldn't you?
1: I tell you what, I'd certainly be changing shoes to load in and out.
0: <laughs> you, definitely, <laughs> absolutely.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah i think I'm, I'm getting to the point where i need to like consider the the layer of my pedal board. um i had an idea uh some like three years ago now of having like a, a really simple loop switcher which is basically just like a mechanical switcher with three loops where i have like all of the drives in one loop the the things that i will use for a solo boost in another and then like modulation and time based effects in the third one. So I can literally just like preload for whatever song I've got.
2: Got like, the Harley Benton one then? That's like cheapest chips and you can do that.
0: I've I've already got like a, a really cheap Chinese like three loop switcher and it's it's got a picture of a fucking horse on the front. It's it's, it's just hilarious. Um so I've, I've That's got to follow
2: what it was made with.
0: <laughs> with real horse. Um so I've I've got the stuff that I need, but I just I've not got around to doing it. And I've got like I've got the pedal patch, um, patch cable kit as well. So there's absolutely no no reason for me not to have a board that doesn't suck. Uh, <laughs> Apart from the fact that you're lazy, I am. Yeah, I mean when it comes to like laziness, I'm, I've got a band practice in like two days' time, and uh, with with trying out some songs for the rehearsal that we're going to then play on the the uh, Friday. So, look, like, we, we rehearsed on Wednesday and we'll be playing the songs on Friday, whether they're good or not. Um, <laughs> and have I practised? Have yeah, fuck? <laughs> I have not. <laughs> oh, dear. But there we go. So that'll be why I, I, I haven't got my board ready yet, because I need to practise.
1: Which you also won't do.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there there's an excuse. Uh so I've done the Rottweiler thing. I've also um so coming out this week or like two days ago when this releases was the Twiggy Blues. So basically like four pedals in one note tone. So that's that's bang for your buck. Um I I couldn't do it in my usual little pedal cubby hole, so I had to do it on the floor with two different camera angles because it's that fucking big. <laughs> <laughs> um, so enjoy that. And I've got another thing through the post this week, which I immediately did a no talk all tone on. So I've like preloaded my, my videos for three weeks on the trot, which is the Mosky Spring Reverb. Ah, uh, yes. I'm not going to... The one that's got the barcode on the front. It has, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm not going to give anything away on that one. But do watch out for it because it may surprise you. Um, what uh, what else have I done this week? I haven't done anything. Josh, Josh, Josh. I saw something today. It had cropped up on my when I was flicking through YouTube. It says that there was a, a video waiting on pedal boards of Doom, ready to premiere, and it had yes. your, your face doing a little shock shock face.
2: I know, like, that's, you know, when you're looking for a pedal review, the last thing you want to see is my face on it, let's be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, I had the uh, Boss Metal Zone video that I spoke about in the last episode, I think it was, Um, yes it was, Um, that went live last week, and it's had good success so far.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's had good success. Or it's not been viewed as much, so watch it. <laughs> delete as applicable.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah to, just delete, delete that so I've, I've covered for both, both things.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sure it will. Like I'm excited by the the uh, the concept of the video.
2: I, I have to admit, I literally all I done was I was thinking, oh, let's try. What about if I do it this way? What about if I do it this way? And I literally was just like, okay, guitar pedal interface. That's it. Yeah, yeah. You know. Nothing in between, nothing to do. i put everything at 12 o'clock. And to be honest, since I got the metal zone, it's the first time I turned it on. Um, and I, I was just like, ooh, ooh. I mean, okay, yes, I was running in, into a Saldano cab, virtually, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, which does carry a bit of the weight with it. But um, it was surprisingly good. Surprisingly good. And it just goes to show, if you wanted, to, you could literally just plug it into an interface, run the free version of, like, two notes, all a sound. Yeah. And you've got a rig.
0: I mean, you, and it was, you could it, do. It's like for, Like, for a gig, you could run that into something like the Power Stage or, like, one of the... Yeah. the uh, more, 44
1: Magnum. Yeah, the or... 44
0: Magnum, yeah, yeah. Run that Absolutely. Into, into a cab and then you, you're golden.
2: Absolutely. I mean, I did uh, a tiny bit on it as well where... I was playing and I was fiddling with the EQ sweep, so you could yeah. see how it was kind of changing and then just dialing out the, the harsh of the frequency. But seriously, everything at 12 o'clock and it covered all bases.
0: Nice.
2: Uh, I was pleasantly surprised, I must admit.
0: Yeah, I mean, as as of this recording, it's not out yet. It will be out tomorrow. So I'm, I'm waiting with bated breath on that one
2: should be quite good and um there's uh, a few little funny bits in it as well so uh yeah i i think people will enjoy it nice yeah yeah, or, yeah. i think people are enjoying it <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah people have enjoyed it
2: <laughs> yeah so i mean if De- you haven't watch it
0: now, yeah. go go and watch it yeah
2: because and- uh if you haven't bought one this will be the video that will make you buy one
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, I I've never owned a Metal Zone. Um, like this is confession time here.
2: <laughs> I- it's not a bad confession to have, really. But it's I think you'll be surprised. I mean, I even really dialed the game back yeah. with a less uh, an Amberless pool, and it it does the classic rock thing really nicely, really, really nicely. Okay. Like you know, that kind of a pushed crunch sort of thing almost, and really backed off distortion. It does that really nicely. Cool, cool, cool. Pleasantly surprised.
0: I wanna, I wanna try it
2: because I've, I've got a Behringer
0: um, Ultra Metal, which is based on the, um, based on the Metal Zone.
2: Same sort of shindig, same sort yeah. of thing.
0: But it's not quite. A- the same as having the official box of bees is it
2: no i mean don't get me wrong like when you are playing with the with the frequencies there is like wasp setting (laughs) um but but what like once you know how to pull it out it's good as gold absolutely good as gold
0: so it's something that i learned as a as an early (laughs) team
2: completely different meaning to birds and the bees
0: <laughs> there you go yeah. <laughs> oh shit man right I reckon we should probably do a bit of news what do you reckon oh you've, yeah. you've got more stuff to talk about actually haven't you you've got way more stuff because you I...
2: did a Ramstein fan club I want I say did a Ramstein fan club, the fan club yeah. was uh, that, 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 I mean, whole lot a of I was busy for a long time. I, I was just like, get to the last one, and I was like, oh, I can't do it anymore. Okay. Um, but yes, there was um, there's a uh, Ramstein fan club called Ramstein Army, they've got about 13,000 followers on Instagram, and I think they're about 25, 30 on on the group on Facebook and they had come across some of my covers that I'd done and they asked me if I was interested in kind of like joining joining them to um, highlight people that do covers and all these other bits and pieces and give them some sort of um, recognition for what they do oh nice Um, and so I was like, okay, yeah, that sounds like something really interesting. And we've come up with um, like a a fortnightly contest where I'll make a series of backing tracks for a song. So the other week I did one from Kind of Lust. So I made one track without drums, one track without guitar, so everybody could do something. If you was a vocalist, you could sing. If you was a guitarist, you can take the guitars out and do a guitar cover and bits and pieces like that. And um, had a fair amount of people um, doing it. And there was a guy, I think he must have been in like his 50s, that did a vocal cover of it. And it was really, really good. So he's now getting, um, it would have been last week, he is now, like we, fe- we featured him every day for some of the videos that he did and giving him some promotion and getting his profile out there. And I think he gained about 200, 300 followers from it.
0: Shit, man, that is uh, right on.
2: So, uh, hopefully, it could be a good thing moving forward for him. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's that's absolutely wicked. And that's the kind of uh, like organic um, social media growth that you 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 want, really, isn't it?
2: Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, they they obviously want to see their page and their group have a good rapport you know, within the community, so to speak. And I think if we can obviously advertise um, people and start to bring in more people, like, oh, well, I'm going to like that fan page or like go yeah. onto that group because they, you know, pay attention to who follows them or whatever. Um, and hopefully it'll start to bring up the followers and the recognition. It's a symbiotic circle
0: jerk is what it is.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah yeah i mean I,
0: you, you but can nice, call it that. in the best in the best way possible
2: yeah in the best way possible <laughs>
0: See, oh
2: and that's every, that's pretty much everything i've been doing apart from songwriting
0: excuse me tell me more
2: Uh i can tell you more if you wish uh i have one track it is nearly finished. I've just finished laying down the lead lines over it last night because um, I was up to like one o'clock and I couldn't sleep. So I was there with the the, the quad cortex dialing in some tones. Um, well, actually, lie. I did the DI track first of the solo that I'd put down. Then I sent that through the quad cortex, basically reamped it, and I was fiddling with amp settings until I got it to sound. Where I wanted it to, yeah. And then left that version if it recorded. And then, then I've started. I've done the drums and the rough guitars from the second track today. So that's roughly four out of six done.
0: So meatloaf song, right? Four out of six ain't bad.
2: <laughs> it's <laughs> um, like to be fair, the other two that are uh, kind of coming are going to be like ambient segues between the couple of the songs. Just, Kind of piece them together, um, but I must admit when I, I read the riff for this one today, I was like, "Oh, that's going to be that's going to be a good one."
0: Like a filthy, filthy, yeah, definitely the kind of definitely riff that you can taste in the back of your throat.
2: Just... Oh yeah, it's the sort of riff that'll put hairs on your eyeballs. <laughs> nice. I did experiment originally most of the stuff that I've done is in drop C and I was fiddling about with the baritone the other day and it's it's in an eight string tuning at the moment because I was playing some spirit box so it's I think it's like I think it's like E uh E F sharp C sharp I I can't remember, but it's in some really fucked up tuning. And I did try it on that and then it did it was a bit too much with the uh the neural preset that I've used for the turn I was like no, nah, this is just, it just sounds like noise
0: For, some, it, for some people that's the goal
2: well, yeah if you if you're into that, but even I was like, I like filth, but this this is just noise there's no <laughs> way I could, there's no way in hell I can make this remotely soundable
0: <laughs> I mean the I like the fact that you found where the edges like where the line is and you've went okay that's that's where we don't go anymore.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Um, I really find Dropsy comfortable for, for my writing, so pretty much everything's been in that. Um, the only thing that was slightly different is in the lead parts in one of the song. Don't ask me why I did this, but the, all of the song is in Dropsy, and then for the lead I did it in open C5.
0: Okay. <laughs> so it's a, a big old open power chord.
2: Yeah, because uh, I was jamming around with Devin Towns and stuff, and like I found out with the scales, they're the same pretty much on every string. Yeah. yeah. So, so, like, when I was writing stuff, it just became a kind of a bit more. It comes to me a bit more naturally, and I was like, "Oh, actually, this works over this." And yeah, it stuck as that.
0: Nice. You were. Uh, you also did some uh, some podcasty stuff this week, didn't you?
2: did i've been very busy on the podcast stuff (laughs) Uh, i I, yeah like funny enough shooting a podcast right now and i am as this is being filmed i should be shooting another one in two days time no two in two days time i've got two in one day Uh,
0: podcast machine
2: yeah, I know, but the stupid thing is, is I never listen back to any of my own podcasts because by the time you've done it, you've edited it, you've uploaded it, and checked it, and I just—I don't hear my voice that much. Yeah, yeah, you've heard it <laughs> about three or four times in full by that point. Yes, uh, but um, yeah, I've had some really nice feedback over the last couple of weeks over the uh, the guitar geek stuff, so it's it's flowing nicely. And the two I'm interviewing last week. Did interview last week. That's um, how time works. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Back to the Future style is. Uh, I don't know if you're aware of Deluxe pedal boards. Um, I'm interviewing Marcus. Oh who, yeah, yeah.
0: Marcus, who does?
2: Yeah. yeah, I've got. I'm interviewing him, uh, and I am interviewing Joe Hamilton from Get Good Drums.
0: Nice.
2: Uh, and he's hoping. Well, fingers crossed here. But if I do that, I may be able to get some footway with getting Nolly on at some point. Cool. I've and heard I'm like, of yes,
0: Nolly. that's a name. That's definitely a name.
2: So that could be the uh, the season finale episode later on in the year.
0: Cool. cool. I'm
2: and dear. that's all of my stuff done. So pointless, not pointless. Uh, what do you call it? Self promotion. <laughs> that's it. Shameful yeah. <laughs> self promotion done. Why not? That's what we're here for. Like,
0: and,
1: self-plugging. Never hurt anyone.
0: Into, <laughs> yeah, tell we sure don't do that here. Self-plugging. For, <laughs> I believe that's called pegging. That's gentle plugging. <laughs> um, right, so let's do a bit of, bit of news. Bit of news. What a, bit of news. Um, so I'll tell you what, we're not going to start off with that one because that one's like legit. We'll talk about the one that we... Um teased a little bit earlier on. There is there's a new Wart in town. By a new Wart. Please.
2: Why'd you believe it?
0: <laughs> what? Um I mean, I say it's a new Wart. It's exactly the same as the old Wars, just with, <laughs> with a tweak. Just like all of the Dunlop <laughs> Wars. But shh, don't tell them. Uh so this one is let me try and get it right. Is Leo Nocken. No- telly knock and telly knock a not knock a telly, yeah, yeah. telly. the headstocks of fragile so it's uh, <laughs> it, it's a cry baby it's a cry baby it's, it, it's tweaked to sound like um, this chap He apparently was part of a band called the meters um, and there was a specific is it
1: quote unquote tweaked like all of the other quote unquote tweaked Dunlop was that
0: sound the same yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. The, like they within the kind of So, Actually they've spiel, taken it apart
1: and moved one notch on the on the little wheel on the inside and then put it back together again.
0: I don't think even that. I think they've just put like rubber feet be, between like the the heel and the toe so it's narrowed the band. <laughs> 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 I and mean, that's, that's oh, okay. exactly
2: what I'd do. Uh, but Leo if you're listening, we're sorry.
0: I mean <laughs> In your defence, this is alive. it's the, the pimpest looking war you were ever seen. Like if P Did D played a war. Indeed.
1: It to me, it just looks like it should be it it looks like all of the gangs from Los Santos not even Los from San Andreas have come together to form a pedal. Indeed, you've, or- got, you've got the gold from the—I can't even remember what they were—the Mexican ones—and then you've got the the purple from the Ballers, and you've got the green from the Grocery Gang into a war pedal.
2: <laughs> Indeed, it's like Prince's personal warpedal. pedal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it is—it is all of those things
0: subtle. It is not. It is. It definitely I- can't be accused of that, can it?
2: You know what? You know when there was that big thing going on about like with with, with the jazzling—the basically the jazzled a war pedal. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's what a war pedal would look
0: like if you were like designing it on on a computer game, uh, like customize your character. Um, like, option <laughs> where you just
2: have that one random scene and it's like a business meeting, and your character comes in just looking like a fucking T Rex or something <laughs> it,
0: wearing a fucking top hat with fireworks coming out of it, and they're like a dinosaur face and shit. It's exactly and, that, isn't it? It's and
2: let me let me just double check, and that is not Jim Dunlop giving uh, the Fred Talk podcast an endorsement. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, if, if you want to go with uh, with the Fret Talk podcast Signature War, like, we are here, we are all ears. Yeah, can um, you have
1: it black and the same as all the other ones?
0: Yeah, like, <laughs> even more matte black.
1: In fact, no, actually, can you stop fucking around with the colour schemes and can you take those bastard feet off so I can put it on a pedal board? If you're going to change the <laughs> change the Dunlop War, take your fucking feet and shove them up your arse and put <laughs> <laughs> Give, give me something I can put on a board, so I don't have to leave it on the side. Because if I do that, I just I end up not using a wire pedal.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. Because you you end up with the rocking base plate at the bottom, or at least supply it with shorter screws. So if you do decide yeah. you want to take the feet off, <laughs> that you can put it in regularly. I tell you what, we need it. We need it in matte black, but it needs to be high matte black. Hey. Oh dear. <laughs> there we go, Dunlop, come at us Come on, let's make this a, a reality Um, But yeah, back to this, this war uh, <laughs>
2: It's got drastically off topic
0: we, uh, we might have a little bit Uh, So yeah, it's based on the tones of um this chap Who was part of the meters Based on this one specific war tone that he had in the song Just kissed my girl Sorry, just kissed my baby and i listened to the track based like based on the recommendation of this war and i feel like my life is a much richer experience for it
2: if it's na- if it's named after just kiss my baby or bad girl do you need to consent before you use it
0: i mean consent is always always an option it's always an option that must must happen i don't think this uh this war is um is about that life It's, um, yeah, it's, it's all about eye, (laughs) like visual, (laughs) uh, a visual just onslaught, isn't it?
1: I mean, I, I just listened to the intro of the song just to see if it sounded any different. And the intro of the song is him strumming some strings the, uh, he's muting with his left hand, and the sweep sounds exactly the same as Voodoo Child. So <laughs> it's just a it's just a normal WARP pedal. Why why did we need another one?
0: Yeah. So, um, but, but this one's purple. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, Kirk Hammett
1: one's got a zombified foot on it, but I don't want that one either.
0: Oh, the Kirk Hammett one is, is... It's, It is very good. It is very good. I must admit. I mean, if anyone knows anything about War, it would be Kirk Hammett, because <laughs> you know. Uh, but apparently, the, this chap used to use the uh, the Hendrix War before he got his own signature one. Um, okay, and that was purple too. So there you go. That'd be um, why as purple then. The uh, the price is TBC on this one. Um,
2: I'm expecting around 180 pounds because I think that's what around some of the signature wars tend to go for. Isn't about one 150, 180? Yeah,
0: uh, as this so. one is pimp AF, I'm expecting it to be one million dollars. Um,
2: and comes with a free stick like cane with oh, a yeah. gem on the top of it.
0: Yeah. Fur coat with every uh, every purchase. Um but yeah, there's that. So there's another pedal um was released last week, probably two weeks ago by this point. Um Lee mentioned it in his most recent news. Uh not not the most recent one when this one comes out possibly. <laughs> oh, Who knows? I, I, I was time. gonna say stop moving. Yeah. Um <laughs> so TC have released a pedal called the Bucket Brigade, and this is a big fuck you to MXR, essentially. <laughs> so it's it's not like the it's nothing to do with their like Beringer range. Um it's not a tone print, it's something completely different. It's a bit like the uh, the June 60 was it's just like a, a standalone pedal not within a range. Um it's essentially a bucket brigade style um analog delay with four controls so you've got depth volume delay and feedback. The fact that it's got like a, a volume for it is top notch quality. Uh but it's also got a mod switch. We're looking at you carbon copy. We're looking <laughs> at you we like Eyes locked onto you, carbon copy. Not breaking the stair at this point. <laughs> Just like I'm watching you. Uh, it's also got an internal trim pot to adjust the speed of the modulation. Just in <laughs> case you were wondering where where they were aiming this market. <laughs>
2: Um, now that is extremely pointless putting that on the inside of a pedal. Because what if you're playing a gig and you want to go? Oh, I just want to change the delay modulation while I'm doing this song. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, but no, whoever I'll, I'll come put, up yeah. with whoever come up with that idea needs put up against the wall and shooting. Because that is a fu- that's why.
1: Uh, yeah I, mean, I, I don't i don't like internal trim pots at all either I, in fact i hate them so much that even though like i've had like the 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 other one that annoyed me was the soul food where you could turn the bypass on and off and i think it came in true bypass but everyone said it was better in buffered bypass but i refused to open it up to turn the <laughs> bypass on because I, if i buy a pedal i just want to be able to control it without having to use a screwdriver
0: <laughs> i mean i couldn't understand that Like the the tone print pedals have got th- that option inside as well and some of them have got the option for uh for trails as well i believe obviously like not the drives um, yeah. <laughs> but the great <laughs> thing about the the tc pedals is that the the screw on the back is openable by a plectrum as, I was as long say, as you plectrum
1: plectrum slot isn't
0: it? Yeah, as long as, as you're long not as you're using ple- a fucking yeah. flimsy one. Yeah, and then and then the the slot punishes you for using a a flimsy plectrum and just breaks your plectrum. <laughs> so use a yeah. two
2: p coin. That's the best thing I've done it with.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's an option too. I mean, if you are a musician, chances are that's the only money you'll have. <laughs> so, the really the worked at the market there on they? <laughs> yeah. Um. But right, this one I, doesn't have really that
1: foot. Hippo- I'm going to be really hypocritical now because I spent the last two podcasts I've on, I bitched about um, the Fender pedals and I bitched about the Gibson pedals because they're just doing rehashes of other things or joining markets where the, the, they ought not to join the markets. But this is a carbon copy for half the price with the jacks in the right place. I mean... So I, th- I think I might want one.
0: Oh, absolutely. I think they were uh fifty eight pounds uh, i think which... a little
1: bit more than that sixty nine i just saw it was
0: sixty nine dollars uh, sorry <laughs> no, euros, six... which 69 euros is... sixty nine pounds on anderton nice um if you go toman you get it oh, for fifty eight so
1: yeah I might go toman then but yeah uh, yeah i like i, I as so, much as like i like i say i i've criticized companies for either copying other people or um for you know any of it, like just uh, the thing. The, the thing that TC have done here is they haven't released it in the hundred and twenty to hundred and eighty pound mark, or the the eight like a hundred to a hundred and fifty mark. They've they've gone they, right. Well, you know, we'll we'll undercut everything because
0: yeah, there's, there's, the there's no an absolute out fucking out like is this. what they've done.
1: Yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> I don't yeah, know like anything in this range for like with that amount of control you, you normally you get a three knob delay for that price
0: yeah it's i mean the, use... they've, they've they've done the, the the thing where is if it's better or cheaper then it's worth doing and they've gone yeah we can do it cheaper fabulous because it's it's exactly yeah. the same as the fucking carbon copy they haven't they've they've not changed it at all. In fact actually it's got more knobs than the carbon copy. I think the volume is the different uh, control on that. So better and cheaper. I
2: mean it'd be to... interesting. It would be interesting to see if you put the frilly like the the carbon copy if you had the the TC electronic one and then just because it's it's not in the same price bracket, but it's, you know, a couple of quid extra would be the JHS one, because I think that's got three controls. And, okay, you know, it's a very sort of box standard delay, but they're kind of the three good options that are in the low to medium budget. But I would have to go for the TC one, purely because, like you say, with the jacks being in the right place. Yeah, the jacks
1: are in the right place is what sells it for me. I Just, mean... like, stop putting jacks on side of pedals, people. It's 2022.
0: We don't need that negativity in our lives. I have to agree. Um, the 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 thing that sells the the carbon copy for for me is the uh, the paint job, like that sparkle, subtle sparkle green finish is much better than the bucket brigade finish. But is it an extra hundred pounds better? <laughs> is it bollocks? Yeah. Um, like I I could. Go out and buy some sparkly green paint, and then we've got a winner, haven't we? <laughs> like a, ba- a badly painted TC pedal. <laughs> oh, but yeah. So that is that is the TC I, Brigade. I
2: know it's quite it's quite plain the Bucket Brigade, but I really like it. I like the sort of like the geometric artwork. That's funny. I do like it.
0: Yeah, I mean it, it's artwork. Whereas the MXR is literally an MXR pedal. They they don't do artwork, but their their yeah. colours are fantastic. But yeah, like you say, for half the price, it's it's a no-brainer.
2: What's yeah. what's the name of the other delay pedal they do in that really basic range? Is the it's, Echo Brain? Is the Echo Brain the,
0: the Profit The Echo Brain. There's another one as well. I think the Gauss is the,
1: ta- the so the Gauss was the tape echo. The Echo Brain is the analog delay. And the other
0: one you mentioned, I assume, yeah,
1: yeah, Yeah, I've got the Echo Brain, and I actually really, really like it. Um, for what it was, I mean, it was cheap. I think they've gone up to about fifty quid now, and I think I bought it for thirty five. New, yeah. Um, it was it's a cracking delay pedal. Don't get me wrong, but like, I it's not quite as good as the sounds of the M5. So I went back to using the M5 for any delay. Um, but I I. Genuinely think this this bucket brigade will probably be as good as not, if not better because the, the 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 sound I'm using in the M5 is basically their carbon copy sound. It's the analog delay with modulation,
0: <laughs> also yeah. known as carbon copy. With the switch on, indeed. <laughs> uh, so we've got one final bit of news uh, today, which is uh, something Josh is a little bit excited about here. Um, Holly Benton, Holly Benton. I mean, they've released another guitar this week, but. That's no longer news, is it? Really, because that happens every what have week. They released, what have they
1: released this week? They've released another telly, or a strat? it is
0: they've released a double bound telly at one hundred and fifty quid for a double bound telly. Oh,
1: um, yeah, I was looking at one of those today. I didn't realise they were new. I just saw saw one flash up on my timeline, and I was like, ah, oh, one hundred and fifty quid for a double bound telly with a sparkle finish. Yeah,
0: it's it's <laughs> it's a tough tough one to. <laughs> Hold uh, oh, on! I did this get past me. I need to look at this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, it's the T T E sixty two.
0: Yeah, sixty two, and it's like rosewood D, board D B. I think for double bound. Um, but yeah, uh, but yeah, you have yeah. you have a look at that whilst we uh, whilst we mention this G one one two A F R, which is essentially a an F R F R cab, um, hundred watt, um, class D power ramp. Twelve inch woofer and a one inch uh, compression driver. It's not it's not the size of the compression driver that matters. <laughs> <laughs> How you uh, use it. It is indeed. It's also got it's look so it's not just your standard cab shape, it's got a cutout at the back edge so that it can be tilted back and used as an angled cab, almost like a wedge monitor.
1: Okay, it has got that feature because that was like when you were talking about it before and I'd seen it, it just looks like a, a normal guitar cab and I think that would put me off buying it as an FRFR.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's it's got you you've got your option for both. Uh it allows for uh, both jack and XLR input. It's I think it's mono input, there's not. Um there's not log <laughs> stereo. Go on, go on Josh. Have you have you seen, seen these double band tellies?
2: Man, 150 quid for that, that's a steal. <laughs> I was going to say, even by the time
1: you re- replace the tuners and the electrics, you're still under 300 quid.
2: Yeah, it owes you I've nothing, got, does it? Well, I've got a spare pair of uh, locking tuners that I took off a guitar, so I can easily put them on it. To be fair, I would maybe just spend the extra bit of money, I would say, if I'm getting a double bound telly and get a nice roasted maple neck. Oh man, that's
0: nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you'd you'd pay hundred and fifty quid for a double bone body, so you yeah. <laughs> know, yeah, um, yeah. So this Harley Benton thing, uh, it's got it's also got some controls on. It. It's got a volume, obviously, uh, got resonance and a presence, so you can tune whatever you're putting into it uh, to the room that you're in. So if you're using it as your um as your power um for like a Helix or a Quad Cortex or whatever and your patches aren't quite sounding right with the room that you're in you can then dial in the the resonance and presence to to get like a a global EQ working well instead of having to cuz I know like the the Helix has got a global EQ option I assume the the Quad Cortex probably has to But that's faffing, that is. Having to go into menus and find where the global EQ is and then start tweaking about with that when you could just go to your cab and twiddle some knobs until it sounds all right. Um, That's that's wicked. It's not light, but it's not particularly heavy. It's 14.2 kilograms, which is fine. That's kind of what you expect. Um, It's 199 quid, though. It's... It's possibly the cheapest I've ever seen one of one of these guitar orientated ones,
1: especially with a twelve-inch speaker. Like the the closest I can think of is the head Rush. Yeah, but they the two hundred and nineteen quid. One of them is only an eight-inch speaker.
0: Yes, and
1: so then it's three. It's I think it's three hundred quid for their their twelve-inch.
2: Yeah, inch. like the, the Laney one has got a twelve-inch, and that's three four nine. So you probably are looking at it's probably going to be the best bang for your buck at, yeah. at that price.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, it's tempting, isn't it? It's tempting.
1: Yeah, well, like, I I did mention at the back end, like before I bought the, the Marshall Head, um, I mentioned yeah. that I thought about going for an FRFR FR speaker um, and just running my Simplifier. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Like, I'm still thinking about, you know, as a backup, something that I could throw in the back of the van for every gig as fl- an FRFR FR speaker. Then I don't have to take two amps with me or whatever. Yeah. Um, or faff around with any of that. And, like, for, for 200 quid, all of a sudden, like, it's, 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 once it starts getting that cheap, it's almost stupid not to pick one up.
0: Yeah. I mean, some people use the, um, the, uh, boss katana for that, don't they? They'll, they'll run. Like modelers into that, but this is much more purpose built, and it's it's no faff, is it? Like if you're running tube amps, you, there's always that potential that something a little fucked up, or you've you've not not yeah. serviced the valves or whatever, and then so or if you drop it down some stairs,
1: fall <laughs> the- over whilst <laughs> dro- whilst walking <laughs> yeah. up some stairs, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, like the and like the the big. Plus to me is like the, with the Simplifier, like I can run effectively left to front of house. And I. the big problem with for me when they're doing that is I don't ever really have a monitor in front of me. Yeah. If, if we're using our own PA, if I'm using somebody else's PA and there's a monitor, then fine, I, I wouldn't even bother with this. I just wouldn't, wouldn't run it straight into the desk. Yeah. But if, if I'm at a gig normally, chances are there's no monitor in front of me. So I wouldn't want to, as a backup, use the Simplifier, even though I'd have it with me. Yeah. Because the chances of me hearing the front of house mix is pretty slim to none. Um, and I don't particularly want to go and stand next to the singer because, like, I'll be in his <laughs> way when he's moving around and, like, generally we're crammed into a space and I'd I'd have to walk back and forth between my pedal board because there wouldn't be enough space to kind of move things around. So I'd never use that as a backup, so I always bring up backup valve amp if I'm running a valve amp. Yeah. So having one of these would be absolutely perfect because I could, like I say, run left front house right to this, put them on the same settings on the pedal and they won't be left and right anyway because I'm not, not running left and right in, I'm just running mono in. Yeah. So it would it would literally solve that problem
0: yeah completely
1: like i say it's now half the price of the other 12 inch ones that are on the market, or two-thirds of the price of the 12 inch ones that are on the market
0: yeah i mean it It also could be um because my my uh, hx stomp is it's a case queen at the moment it's it's at home it's very very protected and the reason i don't want to take it out to the gigs that i do is because i know that people don't Bullshit. give a shit about like my pedal boards yeah. which is largely why i use like really cheap stuff um so people all spill beer on it stamp on the cables and and whatnot if they do that with my my HX stomp it's not going to be easy for me to replace it um whereas i've got like i've got a midi um foot switch for it uh, which i could Easily have like a MIDI cable running from, like I could run the the Helix on top of the amp, yeah, and have a, and have a, a foot yeah. switch in front of you for it, yeah, uh, and then the the foot switch is like one hundred and fifty quid or something, um, which it much much easier to replace that than it is to replace a four hundred quid HX stomp, yeah. um, uh, and it it slims down at like all the foot pedals in front of me as well, because I could I could literally just run everything from the from the stomp then. And that'd arguably be better sounds as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so I I could like something like that would could make um just going completely modelling feasible for me. Uh like take all the fear out of it for me. And
2: you, yeah. you you have sent me spiraling on the rab- in the rabbit hole here cuz i just did the harley benton swap by news so i could see it yeah. and literally just after it is a sandblasted t type with a maple neck <laughs> uh and like the cabernet style pickups
1: oh the, and the flts
0: yeah
2: yeah
0: yeah we we reported on those uh, i think there's Lazio.
1: a new set of colors coming out
0: oh shit
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, t- this is really fucking nice.
1: <laughs> it's a reverse headstock, though, so you look like you're tickling somebody's balls when you're trying to do
2: uh, But you see, reverse headstocks make sense. No, they don't. Yes, they, look they like do. Yes, they do. And this is why <laughs> I'm going to say when you're playing guitar, your hand is naturally in that position. Yeah, like as yeah, listeners can't see what I'm doing with my hand right now. He's, he's got
1: a barcode shape up for for those yeah. of you at home. So, yeah, if, you're,
2: so if, you're, if you're does. if you're playing and you go slightly out of tune, you've got to go like that. But if you underneath, if you just go, it makes more sense with the head, with the tuners underneath because your hand hasn't got to move over the top. But you've, but you've got, got to, to reach too it.
1: far, so it's a really awkward angle. Whereas if you go over the top, it's less distance. It's you, an easier.
2: See, I've... I think. I I genuinely think going underneath is easier and quicker because you could do it. done. Yeah,
1: I I, I, just, I, than... I don't like the look of them at all. I just I, I it, it to, for me it really is an aesthetic thing, and I think it's just because I'm probably on the autistic spectrum, which means <laughs> I like. I like things to be the same, and I hate, cha- I hate all change. Any change is bad, and I always have hated change. And there's lots then of I, reasons why I, I think the I, one. I
2: don't think but... there's any, <laughs> there's any probably about it. Then, to be honest, I yeah. had to break it to you. Yeah.
1: I'm well aware, and like I, I don't. I keep maybe talking about going to get a C specialist and actually get a diagnosis because. Although I'm not sure what, what good that would do me at 30 years old, but yeah, like there's there's lots of reasons why I think I'm on the spec. But like it's for me, like I don't like upside down headstocks; they just look weird, and it just slightly like it's one of those things where you know, like your eye starts twitching when you see things.
0: Yeah, like it's <laughs> it's like an itch inside your brain that you can't scratch. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's just one of those things.
0: I think in terms of like the string spacing, though it it makes like you because you the longest like the longest strings that you've got on on a reverse headstock are the low strings so they're going to be the ones with the most tension on and the high ones that you're going to be doing all the bendy widly stuff on will be the shorter yeah. strings which will mean they're like less tension which that that sparks joy
1: yes uh, but you're using logic and <laughs> i not I'm not fussed about logic
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's why, that's why he lives where he does.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. I don't think, though. No, in terms of geographical location, it's it's very much a lottery. You 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 have no say in it when you come out of the <laughs> the womb.
1: No, but okay. I could have moved in the last thirty years, and I've chosen not to. Yeah. yeah.
2: But that's probably the autism. He doesn't like change. <laughs>
0: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, and that's probably a good place to to end this week, isn't it? Just, by the way, I've just
1: noticed there's a two twelve version of the Harley Benton FRFR for an extra forty four quid.
0: Oh, shit, man! Oh. Why why you be telling me this?
1: I just I just thought I'd point out that yeah, if you want a two twelve rather than a one twelve, you pay an extra forty four pounds.
2: I don't you know, it's think by I do. 30th next month and I'm looking for a present. God damn it. <laughs> I mean <laughs> it's, it's better, like I spent six hundred
1: six hundred and fifty quid on a Marshall head, so this is a lot cheaper.
2: There you go. <laughs>
0: so you're actually saving money by buying it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's 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 our, our wrap-up for this week. And the fact that you've mentioned Tier 12 is 44 quid extra. I don't want it, but I think I'm going to need it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, just because you know, it's, it, it, it's forty four quid, like you couldn't buy a speaker for that. Um, and you, but, can, you can
1: run it in stereo. There's there's settings for each side, so you can either have it as two one twelves or a two twelve.
0: Oh, I, I need th- to buy two <laughs> two stumps now, don't I? And run a uh, true stereo.
1: So the, does the stomp not have two outs?
0: I mean, it does, but.
2: <laughs> uh, Oh will I have a problem with that? Wait, no I won't.
0: <laughs> so what you're saying is I need to go full rack mounted helix now. <laughs> okay. Um, but there we go. Okay, so God we've God 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 got trucks. Um, I'm going to extend a thank you to our listeners. Thank you. There we go. That was the extension. I'm going to extend a double double extra special sexy thank you. Thank you. Uh, to our Patreon backers. You are the best people and you keep the lights on. And you are, as follows, Mr. Andrew Bimson, Mr. Adam Yeomans, Mr. Doug Christ of 37 Effects, the Just Surprise Me podcast, and Masters of the Cin- Cinematic Universe, which made me watch a movie this week. Damn you! <laughs> Mr. Hugh G-Rection. Wee. Wee. <laughs> Mr. Ben Fletcher of Fletcher Pickups, and Mr. Brian Gower of The Tone Jerks and Second Button Podcast. You made me watch some Seinfeld this week. Damn you. <laughs> oh, uh, for as little as $2 a month, you can be part of that cool crew of cats. Meow. <laughs> um, so if, you're the, if you want to catch me online, you can find me at Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. YouTube is the home to the No Talk All Tone series. That's at Budget Pedal Chap. I forgot that bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt, you are hill underscore Matt Q at Twitter and Twitter, Instagram, correct. And Joshyzk at YouTube and the Corona Mortis at Instagram, and both Josh and I do some pedal boards of doom stuff. Over we at do, pedal we boards do. of doom, yabba dabba doom, <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: yabba dabba da doom.
0: So that's that's us for this week. So from myself, Mr. Pedal Peddlechop. From Mr. Matt and Say bye, Matt. Bye, Matt. woo From Mr. Oh, my gosh, it's Josh, who's chewing on a pen. Babadadabada boy. dabada boy. It, it will be a tatty bye and good night for this week. Goodbye. Toronto. See you soon. Bye. A- bye. What CT short for? Got tiny legs, isn't it? Yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was a double whammy. That was. We'll keep that. I think we've used it before, but we're keeping it.